Welcome to Maker Skills, exploring your internal toolkit with PJ, Tanda, and Tom. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 103. Our skill topic for this week is podcasting, as was recommended by our guest last week, Ethan Carter Designs. And, um, well, we didn't really have any any better idea, so we're we're doing a podcast about podcasting yeah that's meta yeah and um we, we uh we managed to make it through the whole pre-show and and forgot to uh to do the uh, skill class but i already knew what it was <clears throat> uh, the skill class for podcasting is 48 kilohertz oh yeah that's a number yeah that's a number. yeah most people don't know this but that's uh that's what we record at we record audio at 48 kilohertz i thought it was more like forty-eight thousand hertz but that's, I like your answer better. Uh, well, I'm not going to correct you, Tom. You're you're right, buddy. You're right. Okay. Uh, moving on to history and fun facts. Tom, did you do any research on podcasting? No, but I wrote some research. Okay. Let's hear you it. You want to hear it? Yes. Okay. Podcasting superstitions. I figured <laughs> since there are none, I think it's up to us to make some. Yes. And uh, I I have five here. I would have I would have had more, but I started during the pre-show. So number one, if a hearing if a heating device turns on during a recording, you'll have 103 episodes of reminders. Oh, that's definitely that's def- that's, oh, that's that's I've, definitely true. I've heard yeah. variations yeah. on that. It probably depends on where you live or where you're at, because right. uh, yeah, I, that, I, there's one where I'm from that's if uh, if a ham radio ever makes any noise in the background um for yeah. whatever reason that yeah you'll get a hundred and a hundred and three reminders to turn the ham radio off yeah that's yeah. number two you read yeah. it perfectly <laughs> it's amazing i didn't send this to you yeah so number three chime in if you got any more number three is uh if you record without a mic i'm sorry <laughs> if you record with a microphone but the microphone has not been positioned in front of your face the entire time 103 episodes of reminders. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's true. Yep. yep. Number four, uh, mm-hmm. if you have ADD and fidget with anything and everything around you, you'll be reminded to take out your quiet toys for a hundred and third, and three episodes. Sidebar Tanda. Yeah. Um, th- does it sound to you like Tom is just reading the checklist from the pre-show? Cause that's what it sounds like to me. Oh no! I thought the I thought these were actual superstitions. I've heard them before. Oh, yeah. Oh well. Uh, okay, that they must just be me then. Never mind. No. Oh, oh, look, he started another one. Hey, Tom, number five. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, I was, I was just reading number five. Uh, this one's interesting. Watch for ums and ahs and speak clearly into your microphone. There's um. Hmm. That's it though. There's no. That that it's doesn't like sound. Advice. That doesn't sound yeah, like a superstition. Like, there's not. Yeah, it has to have a consequence. Yeah. Well, they usually do, but yeah. this one just kind of. That's it. Just in. So, I don't know, but that's all I found um, as ah. I wrote them. Okay. Well, uh, we appreciate you uh, doing research as always, Tom. It's a it's a rarity around here. Yeah. Tanda, what what kind of research? Is it, hard, is it too late to hard pass? Yes. Can you edit that in? Just hard pass. I, I could, but I'm not gonna. Tanda, uh, what what oh, do you got man. for us? Well, I found some some random statistics, of course, just Googling around. Um, as of 2022, there are 
383.7 million podcast listeners globally. Oh. It is predicted that there will be around 424 million podcast listeners worldwide by the end of the year, 2022. As of June 2022, there are over 2.4 million podcasts with over 66 million episodes between them. Hmm. The United States has the most podcast listeners. It is predicted that there are over 100 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. So that's a big chunk of the population. Scandinavian countries have the highest podcast penetration rate. Oh, that sounds One, dangerous. It, it does. Yeah. You don't want it. That's why you shouldn't be listening in a car. Mm, um, mm, yeah. One third of the American population listens to podcasts regularly. Smart speaker sales increased by 22% during the pandemic, and it is one of the most popular channels to listen to podcasts. 78% of the U.S. population is aware of podcasts, out of which 28% listen to podcasts weekly. Mm. 160 million U.S. citizens have listened to podcasts at least once. And number 10, 91% of Australian people are aware of podcasts. Ooh, that last one's very telling. That 9%. Yeah, yeah if 91% of Australian people are aware of podcasts, there's no telling what's going to happen next. <clears throat> well, what do you got, PJ? Uh, I, I, I got two different things, but I'm going to go with uh, the historical thing since you went with statistics. Uh, I wanted to know when podcasting began, and it began in uh, 2004, it was uh, it was started by these two guys, Adam Curry and Dave. It's either Weiner, I think it's Weiner, uh, and Wiener. It, it could be Weiner, but it's W I N E R. Winner, it's not no. Winner would be two ends. Anyway, uh, these guys invented it, and uh, the term podcasting came from Ben Hammersley in February of two thousand four as he printed an article about it in the Guardian newspaper. Hmm. Then in uh, October of 2004, uh, Libsyn, which is Liberated Syndication, launched the first official podcast service provider. Uh, 2005, the quit your job phrase was batted around as some producers were able to quit their day job to podcast full time. Uh, this one I found very interesting. This was in anyway, fairly more, April, April of 2005. Uh, this guy named Leo Laporte published his first podcast episode of This Week in Tech and later that week won the first People's Choice Awards at the Podcast Awards. <laughs> <laughs> nice good pays to get in early yeah that one episode and he won an award that was uh i bet somebody bet him that they're like hey hey i bet you can't put up a podcast and win an award in the same week and he's like just watch me i could do anything i'm sure they're i mean sure the same thing happened for the like the first youtube awards i mean the people that won the first like youtube related video awards mm. their channels are probably you know their statistics are probably small by comparison today oh that was the problem we, we we launched way too late we should have done this about 16 years ago 2003 yeah, yeah right yeah, after the ipod came out yeah that would have been that would have we would have been ahead of our time 
uh, <clears throat> in June of 2005, uh, the first podcasting do-it-yourself guide came out by Todd Cochran. Uh, then in June, oh wait, that was in May. This is then June of 2005, Apple iTunes released with its first native support for podcasts. Uh, and then the last two things um, I'm going to read here are in 2005, in July, George W. Bush is the first president to have his weekly address delivered as a podcast. Hmm, and um, oh, I'll read two more. This one's interesting. In 2006, uh, MuggleCast wins People's Choice Award at the Podcast Awards, which I've, I've never heard of it, but now I want to hear what MuggleCast is about. Assuming it's something Harry Potter related. And in January of 2006, CEO of Apple Steve Jobs demonstrates how to make a podcast using GarageBand in his keynote speech. So these are like the little check marks for podcasting history. And I thought they were uh, really kind of cool, some of them. And um, I'm only going to read one thing from the other list I found because I find the name hilarious. I looked up weird podcasts and they gave me a list of six and the first thing that pops up is this one called weird sisters harry potter reread podcast and it's just these two sisters that read harry potter books and talk about them that's it and uh, <laughs> i i just thought it was funny that the their podcast is called the weird sisters so that's great i do have two things to add about dave weiner try to confirm this but i think he he may not have invented blogging but he had something to do with its popularity like he created a blogging like some of the first popular platform blogging platforms or yeah anything. and then he also i believe this is correct he also invented rss feeds for netscape when netscape when he worked for netscape mm. like ah, very cool like this guy's been well doing and think stuff. yeah and think about i mean Podcasting is probably the most, um, you know, used RSS feed. Right. And originally it wasn't really like audio. It wasn't like to direct you to audio stored somewhere on the network. Um, it was to direct you to, you know, text. Well, so the idea of, so what I read was the idea, I actually did real research, but I decided to get rid of that <laughs> and do something stupid. Um <laughs> <laughs> Of course you did. More, more my style. I do that a lot. I just never told anyone. Um, but he, the idea was to, because internet was so slow back then, um, the podcasting idea was deliver the media before they want it so that it's there by the time they want it. Mm -hmm. Right? The, the idea was to do this with video, but video was so far away. Um, from this idea being a, you know possible that they did, did audio, essentially. Uh, I'm definitely summarizing and paraphrasing. But the idea was to deliver the content to you before you want it, instead of you going and seeking it. Right. Yeah, right. news aggregator. So it goes out and basically finds everything that you typically read or, or look at and just right. gets it all ready for you and has it in front of you. Hey, Tom. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry for not noticing this earlier. Is that a small child's jacket on your head? Uh, yeah. 
Okay, just check it. You've just entered the dealer's corner where bargains are currency. Prepare yourself. All right, dealer's corner. Uh, we have a write-in, and I have two that I held over from last week. Tom, are you ready with the write-in, or should I? Should sure, I sure. Okay, no, hit it. No. Hit us with it. <clears throat> All right. Hey, guys, it's Lucas. Lucas Mann from... Oh, wow. Totally blanking on his actual... Man-made man man -made man -made. MA. Sorry, Lucas. I'm embarrassed now. Uh, it's been a rough few weeks since finding out what actually happened to my motor. <laughs> <laughs> but I've moved on... <laughs> <laughs> but I've moved on to the forgiveness stage of grieving and am doing better. All right. Side note. He texted me and said, I found out my mom listens to your podcast because she texted me asking if that's really what happened to the motor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was in this text. I think that was. All right. Anyways. Anyways, it says that. Uh, I wanted to share a deal I got a few days ago. I went to a I went to meet a gentleman from a marketplace ad regarding a small Parker vice. When I got there, I started looking around. He had a pretty nice kept shop. Very quickly, I noticed sitting in the corner, a Delta Rockwell six by 48 inch belt sander on a cast iron base. <laughs> Gotta be kidding me. What does he have? Some kind of deal with Satan? How does he keep finding these things? His shake a slate is uh, detecting them for him. Sorry, I've been playing Zelda a lot. Anyways, much like the sander that ended up at the Blackthorn after camp, this one <clears throat> looked to be in much better shape. So I asked him what he wanted for it. I was met with a make me an offer, which as many of you know, can be a dangerous game. Mm. Not wanting to insult the guy, I hemmed and hawed for a few minutes before half jokingly saying, well, I'd love to pay, a, pay you $100 for it. Well, this guy laughs and goes, tell you what, 150 bucks and I'll throw in an extra motor. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Then, then, he pulls out a, then he pulls out a Rockwell motor. Now, it was a little bit smaller than the, one, uh, than the one on the sander, but who am I to say no? So for 150 bucks, I got another beautiful cast iron belt sander and Rockwell motor. Oh, my God. I'll include some pictures that I snapped at his shop. I don't really have the space in my own shop for it, so likely it will end up <clears throat> for sale, and I'll pass it along to someone who will use it. But in the meantime, it sure is nice to look at. So I, this is a different this is a different place. So um, I thought so. Lucas Lucas and I have a little uh, chat going on Instagram, and he sends me like stuff when he finds it. And he had been somewhere, and some guy had like every. Delta tool from like the 19, late 1930s, like every single one except a sander. And when he sent it to me, I'm like, yeah, he's got everything except the thing I want. And I said, where's the sander? And he, and then, and then after that, like a couple days later, he sent me a picture of the sander and I'm, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. It's, it's, it's not, it's not fair. It's not fair, but that's good. I'm glad that he got it. I'm glad he got it for 150 bucks. That is a, killer deal that's like i i think that jeez that's less than i paid for mine that didn't have a cast iron base that that ben and um tool scrounge brought me last year uh, i paid 200 for mine and mine was missing the table and uh the motor had been replaced but it was in relatively good condition 
um, that's unbelievable. That's a really, really great deal. Yeah, it's a good deal. And he got his motor back. And he got his, well, now we know what happened to the motor. So. That guy stole it. Yeah. Why didn't he think, <clears throat> oh my gosh. Yeah. You're absolutely right. That's See? why there were no remains. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That guy was at Maker Camp. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the same sander that he just sold back to to Lucas that was at the Blackthorn. (laughs) Bought it twice. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder it was 150 bucks. Seemed too good to be true. All right. A little bit. A little bit too good to be true. Well, uh, this this deal is... uh, this is an interesting one. This is this is this is a testament to the the maker community. This is called the the relay eBay deal, and Tanda just ran away. I feel I feel very slighted that um, yeah. that she left right as I was about to say that I had a great deal. Well, she usually puts up a loop of her sitting there. Yeah, she just forgot to hit the loop button. Yeah. So she, yeah, Tanda, you forgot to loop your video when you got up and walked away during this segment. Yeah. Oh man. So you saw me like walk out. Yeah. 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 Oh, I could have at least put a little picture still up in front of the camera. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah. That's, that's, um, I'll remember that. So anyway, uh, this PJ, is called. Did PJ notice I was gone? No, <laughs> no, I, I didn't oh. notice at all. It's it's this it's this new platform. I'm not used to it yet. Oh, uh, I forgot to tell everybody we we're recording on a new platform. We're not going to tell you which one, but it's basically screwing up everything we're used to doing. <laughs> no, not yeah, even. yeah, it's it's a uh, it's it's hard. So uh, this is called the Relay eBay deal. Juan from Old Timey Tools sent me a message to look at an eBay listing for a Delta DP220 floor model drill press. Uh, with a production table, a foot pedal assembly, and this had been sent to him by someone else. So uh, he's in Texas. I'm in Pennsylvania. It was listed for $65 in Hawthorne, New Jersey, which is about two hours away, and it said local pickup only. So I bid, and I won the auction on October 4th, but then had to go to Maker Camp and I was supposed to have a trailer, which I thought I was going to be able to swing by New Jersey and pick it up, but that all fell through. And then when I got home, I was only home for a couple of days, and then COVID got me. So then that took me out for about a month before I could pick it up. When I went to meet this guy, whose name was Fred, <clears throat> and I got to say, Fred was a nice guy, but he's nice in the kind of way that he's a simpleton. Uh, he did things that no one should ever do. Uh, the original motor was either replaced or never installed. Uh, so there was a vintage Delco motor there, and it had an aftermarket belt guard on it. The upper half of a foot pedal assembly, of uh, the lower half having been thrown out years ago by Fred because he didn't like foot pedals. So I only saw the upper half in one picture on eBay. I thought it had a full foot pedal assembly, which is worth anywhere from three to $400 by itself. But no, I only have the upper half of the assembly, which is worth not that price. Uh, the serial number, the, the tag plate with the serial number on it had been removed for some reason. And uh, there was only two holes where the rivets used to be. And so... I have to ballpark it as being uh, the 1940s, 
based on the badge. And I asked him where he got it from, and he said he bought it in the 80s from a liquidation company, and he he didn't know anything else about it. But you know me, I always try to make something out of nothing. And I said, um, you got anything else for sale? And he goes, well, I got some machinist stuff. And I'm like, all right, what do you got? So he showed me a machinist-made hand knurler, uh, which I liked, very simple design. Uh, then he showed me a Becker Toolco Bulldog straddle knurling tool, which goes on a lathe and is held in like a tool holder. He had a box of 55 taps, various sizes, um, a little small oiler can that had like a one and three quarter base. And then it had like a four inch spout for getting into them tight little spots, a brand new MT2 Arbor with a three-eighths inch Jacob Chuck and Key, a pair of mill hold downs, the, uh, the triangles with the steps and the arms, like two pairs of those. Uh, I got a 14 inch by nine inch Plano organizer case, just a plastic case for sticking stuff. Um, a bin of end mills. Uh, there were 25 end mills still in the wax, 95 opened and used for a total of 120 end mills. And for all of that extra stuff, I paid $41. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So the only thing I didn't take, which he offered me, which I thought was, he, he wanted, I think, like 20 bucks each. He had two cast iron um, surface plates. And I really didn't know the value of those. I didn't know if they were, you know, like, I probably could sell them for more than $20. But I was just kind of like, eh, I don't know. And so I let that stuff go. And he had other things that I just passed on that are just like, nah, not going to happen. Um, but anyway, that made it worth the two-hour trip into Jersey to pick the stuff up. But that also leads into my next deal, uh, which I got as a gift from a Instagram fan named Laura. Uh, her IG handle is uh, LJT. A-L-A-M-I-N-I. -I. So it's basically her initials and then a la mini. Laura had reached out to me on Instagram and we had never spoken before. She reached, I think she actually reached out to me in September. And she said that she had a bunch of tools for me that she wanted to know if I wanted them because uh, if not, then they were going to go to Goodwill. These, these tools came from Laura's mom's house. Her mom had passed away and she was just clearing out the house and she didn't know what else to do with the stuff. And it was, it, was, it was just a bunch of odds and ends, a lot of hand tools. There was three different sets of vice grips, 11 screwdrivers, some um, uh, a flathead screw holder starter, two hedge clippers, two vintage, um, two vintage irons, the kinds that are shaped like eyes that you put on top of a stove to heat up. And then you use a handle to pick them up and put them on, on you know, to iron your clothes. Uh, hacksaw. 8-inch proto crescent wrench, four pliers, four cold chisels, a 1-inch wood chisel made in Italy, a Williams Super Wrench mini pry bar, probably my favorite thing out of the batch, and a Craftsman jigsaw, and then a Burns-O-Matic metal toolbox. And, and that was it. So it was just like, you know, a little tiny haul. I got to, uh, you know, talk with her, um, and, and she, she insisted that all of my stories are hilarious. And then um, her husband arrived home uh, when we were at the mill talking. Then I talked to him and then we went off on some tangent about the government and COVID. And then that's that's all I remember. 
so that's it. That's that's uh, my dealer's corner. Very good. I got a spin in next. Were those deals hot enough for you? You got a sizzling deal that's burning a hole in your pocket? Send it in. Maybe we'll read it on air. All right. It's time for personal history. Tom, what's your personal history with podcasting? I don't know. As far back I can remember, I've never done a podcast before. Um... If you were to do a podcast, what, yeah. kind, of, what kind of podcast do you think you'd do? Uh, it definitely wouldn't be a maker podcast. Uh, probably something different. I'd probably, Yeah, I'd probably do something more interesting and entertaining. Uh, <clears throat> no, this is my history. I'm trying to think. I think my first podcast was with... I don't even know the name of the podcast, which is really bad because they don't do it anymore and I don't remember. But uh, <laughs> this is fantastic. No, it's Chad uh, Chad from Mancrafting. What was his podcast? I, uh, I do not yeah, know. Yeah, see? I don't now you're all guilty. I, I never listened to yeah. it, so I don't know what it's called. No, so I just I, completely I passed, to it, passed the name I don't remember there. what the name of it was. No, they ended it a while ago, though. But I won the Forged. That was, I don't remember anything now. And I did a podcast with them, and I was—I I wouldn't say I was nervous, but I never like really spent that much time on a microphone, talking in that format before. And I remember I was really quiet when we were doing the pre-show and just chit-chatting with the guys because a few of them I d- didn't know at all. And then uh, the show started. I was—I was fine. And at the end of the show, after it was over, they were like, one of the guys was like. I was getting worried in the pre-show that you weren't going to talk that much because you were really quiet. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it was just, I was like, I was just listening to see where I fit in. Like I didn't know the dynamic at all. Right. So it worked out okay. But um, that was, that was fun. And that piqued my interest. But I was, even when we started this, I was very uncomfortable with this format and knowing how to talk, when to talk, why to talk, whatever. Um, and this, this obviously has gotten me over that hump and it just takes repetition and practice, right? You just have to do it. Um, it doesn't mean like you're good at it, but you're comfortable. When are you going to get over the hump, Tom? I don't don't know. You'd probably be more comfortable if you weren't wearing that child's jacket wrapped on your head with the arms sticking out as, uh, as ears. Why do we have to conform to social norms? We don't. I don't I've, I've already okay. screen. I've already screenshotted it. So, oh, did you? It, do you it, want a better it, picture? It can be on our. It can be on Was our uh, page for did this I episode. It at least? I, I kind of like it. The lightning bolt really does it the for me. The lightning bolt. Yeah. The lightning bolt. Like the ads. The, uh, to the... What's this guy's name? You think of the guy from Star Wars? Oh yeah, there's probably a better one though. Yeah. Yeah, what's the guy's name from the one that everyone hates? Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. That's the one. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. What were we talking about? Podcasting? Podcasting. Maybe. Yeah. So it's very cold in my shop, and the only thing I had was a child's coat to put over my ears. Anyways, I'm I'm glad I got this experience. Like, it's – same thing with Instagram stories, right? So, like, way, way back at the first workbench con, I had never done an Instagram stories – a story – and then I got home and I started doing them immediately because I wanted everybody to rem- like that was there to even know what I look like on the internet. So I started putting my face on there so that people mm-hmm. would be like, oh, yeah, I met that guy. Oh, I didn't know and, that. I thought you had been yeah. doing them before that. No. Interesting. Shoot. It's possible. 
I'm going to go back and look. No, but that was definitely the, the moment kind where of I a catalyst to really get serious yeah. about it. Yeah, because I was focused on YouTube before that, uh, which I'd like to get back to. Um, and that was also what I'm talking about podcasting. Never mind. So I was going to go into Instagram for some reason. But the only way to get good at or comfortable doing Instagram stories is to do a thousand of them a day. And then, and then you're comfortable. What's really cool is that it gives you the ability to think and speak on your feet. It's, it's real practice. Like it's real practice. And this translates to like everything in life. I mean, all those awkward moments you have. In now you're starting to sound like a Toastmasters wanna... uh, meeting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I know you did Toastmasters. I, um, and I, I understand what it is a little bit, but it really is that kind of training where you just, you're comfortable thinking on your feet and saying what you're thinking and knowing that you're not going to say anything too ridiculous. And if you do, you know how to play that off too. Um, so it's been cool to gain that experience and that skill. doesn't mean I'm good at it. just means I'm comfortable. Let's just be clear. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the comfortable part. Not warm, though. I'm freezing right now. And I'm wearing Carhartt overalls over my sweatpants and a jacket. Well, now, now you're learning how to how to talk while you're uncomfortably cold in your shop. Right. Builds Skills character. I don't want. It builds character, Tom. Yeah? Where is it building it? Apparently in your shop. Oh. Uh, was that the sum total of your, your personal experience? Yeah, since then I've been on a bunch of other podcasts as, as a guest, and that's a lot of fun. I'd love to do that every week because <laughs> professional podcast guest. I'm, yeah. Well, cause I'm selfish and I like to talk about myself and I also, I can come to the table and not have to do anything. I'm horrible so that at that. Fun. I've been on a number of podcasts and, uh, and, uh, not just, not even just being self-deprecating. I think that my shows have been poorer than the other shows on that any given podcast that I've been on. Because no, I get to talking about uh, you know one one thing, and I just kind of keep talking about it. Mm. But uh, well, it, why yeah. don't you tell us tell us a little bit more, Tanda? It's we're on your personal well, history my, now. My personal history with podcasting, um, I I thought about doing a podcast um, quite some time ago, and just kind of you know toyed with <clears> it, <throat> kind of bought some of the. Um, you know, some of the stuff I would need, just a decent microphone and stuff and recorded a little bit of stuff and didn't really know where it was going to go. And then most recently, about two years ago, a little longer, I decided I was going to start a podcast. And the premise of the podcast was I was going to go out because I would, you know, like, like you said, being a podcast guest every week, I could do a factory tour every week. I could just go hang with someone and talk about how they made some, whatever it is that they sell or make. And it doesn't matter if it's a little wooden toy or an elaborate machine or whatever. I just want to know the story behind people um, like conceiving of something and then starting to make it in their own shop. And they just have a little, little tiny production line, or it, maybe it's grown into a full scale business, but it's just, their idea and they're just like making it um, in their little micro factory. And so I called it micro factory memos and I created an Instagram page for it 
I set up a um, recording stuff, you know, for it. Started investigating Zencaster and Podbean and Spotify and all, you know, all of the things to go with podcasting to kind of get ready to do it. And then the phone rings one day and this guy is like, hey, this is PJ. Um, you, you follow me on Instagram and, uh, and, and I was just, uh, wondering if I could talk to you about some stuff. I, I like your humor and, and just started talking to me. And like two hours later, I'm still talking to this guy, PJ, who I've never met before. I kind of vaguely remember him from workbench con. Cause I go and I look at his Instagram page when he calls. Um, and I'm familiar with his posts because I've seen him, you know, outside his shop showing his stuff. And so I'm like, Oh, I know who PJ is. I, you know, I comment on his stuff regularly. Um, I met him at workbench con. And so we <laughs> talked for like, uh, we're like an hour and a half into talking. Um, and, and, and I mentioned to PJ, Oh yeah, we, we rode on the bus back from the warehouse at, at first workbench con. And he's like, I don't think we did. And I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure we did. Uh, maybe you just don't remember. <clears throat> Um, and he's like, well, I, I wasn't even at the first workbench con. And, and so then that kind of threw me for a loop because I had confused him with someone else who I've, I, I think I've since identified as Keith Johnson, just because this tall, thin guy with square glasses, PJ used to have much square glasses. And I just had this memory of just this brief conversation at workbench con with someone. And so I was pretty sure it was, it was PJ and it wasn't, um, I thought it was Wesley Treat. I thought for sure that's who it was. Yeah, you thought it was, and you were like, "Oh, I'm pretty sure this is who it was." And so I went out and I looked, and I'm like, "Nah, I don't, that's not who it was." And then much later, <laughs> I was like, "You know who I think that was?" Um, but in any case, we conclude the conversation, and it's just like, "Oh, it's been nice talking to you." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." Like, just talked to somebody two hours randomly that just happened to like follow one another on Instagram. And then I don't remember, it was the next day or a couple days later, you know, PJ called back and he was like, hey, you want to be on a podcast? And I'm like, ah, so that was my, so that was my interview. <laughs> you, you just didn't want to say anything until you decided whether or not you were going to. So you could just uh, never talk to me again. If I, you know. Well, it, it was, uh, it was two parts. First, I needed to hear like how you interacted about certain things. But the other thing was. Uh, I had already talked to Tom. And so once I talked to you that I needed to talk to Tom again and see if Tom would do it, you know, with like the three of us as a trio. Right. right. And, and Tom was like, Oh yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Or some, something like that. I don't remember exactly what uh -huh. he said, but he, when I mentioned you, he's like, Oh yeah, I know Tanda. Yeah. Cause I mean, I've said it many times. I met Tom at that first workbench con and, and, you know, he, he was introducing me to people as a way to meet people. And so Tom and I hung out a fair amount at that first workbench con. And, I feel, I and feel like I've been there. And I'm very thankful to it um, for him, you know, doing that because I met a lot of people and started a lot of conversations with people I still interact with today. And I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have. I'm, I'm almost positive I wouldn't have. I would have left the first workbench con having had two conversations, maybe, uh, you know, so. See, my Tom. strategy... My strategy, like I know I'm an introvert and I know that, ex or I'm sorry, I know I'm an extrovert. I don't know anything. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I know that, intro I don't, never mind, I shouldn't say this about introverts. I shouldn't say anything about introverts is my point. I know that they won't tell you to shut up 
So I just, <laughs> I just forced my way over. Yeah. Yes. Because they're just, they're too like, they're, they just don't want to deal with it. You know, it's a confrontation thing. So I'm ultra nice. And there's no reason you would tell an ultra nice person to shut up and go away. So after I, <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> yeah. After I wrangle up a few introverts, I just, I create a posse and now we have a team of people to go and talk to more people. And then I've, I said this a thousand times that day. I'm like, Hey, if you see me later, just come in, like, let's regroup and like, let's like come and hang out. If you need a place to chat, like just, come and like join my conversation later and it worked and i met so many people and um I don't and know. i was like there's that big guy if i go stand to him and say something he won't hit me he told right. me earlier that uh, Ex- that he wouldn't exactly. just walk away exactly i'm a safe space yeah <laughs> i i tried doing that at maker camp and it didn't work <clears throat> and uh Tam- maker camp is it has a different vibe though well i shouldn't say that they're still all very friendly but that was a different event. Well, I mean, what I'm trying to say is uh, we were in the blacksmithing tent. Tanda was standing there. I won't name who it was, but I was standing there talking to a blacksmith. And it was someone that I, I knew but didn't really talk to. And um, I went over there and I stood. There was me, Tanda, the blacksmith, and somebody else. And I just waited for him to acknowledge that I was standing there and would you know would like to join the conversation and I was there for like 10 minutes, maybe longer. Never f-ing looked at me once. Oh, Not once. And I'm just, he was super thrilled to be talking about whatever the was he was saying. But at some point I just stopped listening because I'm like, he's flat out ignoring me. Like this guy just doesn't no. even want to, yeah, no. you know, I'm like, no, no it's, it's not, it's not, not that, but, but I totally know what you're talking about. I have walked yeah. up in that situation and stood outside of a group for a while, even said a few things that just got a, you know, a curt response or, or something mm-hmm. and then just walked away. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes that happens. That yeah. Yeah. I yeah. try and bring everybody in. Like that's what I did. You know, even at maker camp, I was talking to Jimmy for a minute under the pavilion and, um, uh, relative, well, I've talked to him for a while, but a new, new, newer friend, somebody I finally met, uh, Mark was standing by and I, he wanted to talk to me and I was like, I was like, Hey, have you met Jimmy yet? And he's like, nope. And like, they had a great interaction. I'm like, this is like, everyone needs to meet everyone. Mark, and Mark doing, which Mark? Paul, I don't know how to say his last name. I can look him up though. Um, it's like Paul Mary or something. I just can't remember. I'm, I'm getting better. I was standing there and I was talking to Leah's husband and he had mentioned something about bonsais. And so when PJ walked up, I just said, here's who you need to talk to about bonsais. And they had quite a lengthy conversation. So that was cool. We did in in the freezing cold in in the freezing cold while he was wearing sandals, no socks. Um, Do you remember what's, what's um, I can't remember Leah's account name. Um, It is escaping real quick. It was Mark Palminteri. I knew I was close. Okay. I know. I I remembered his name enough to be able to find him whenever I need him. (laughs) Gotcha. But Tanda's no, that's the that's the have you met Ted move from uh, what's that show? How I Met Your Mother, when uh, Barney Barney and Ted, Barney will just like introduce himself to some hot chick at the bar and then just go have you met Ted, and then dump Ted and this girl together and walk away. 
and it's a great move. It's very effective, not for picking up chicks, but for like any other social interaction. It's great. <laughs> Is this how you met your wife, Tom? No, no, that was in seventh grade. I've known her a very long time. Oh, well, that was way before the show. Well, way before the show. A yeah. couple years. Yep. Yeah. Tom's graduated now since that, we started I recording. I think so. I don't know if I got my diploma, but yeah. I haven't seen any paperwork. Tanda, did you figure out what her account was? I can't remember. Leah's, Leah's account? account? Yeah. Leah, it's just her name, right? Leah Patch or Leah Patch, however you say her name. A-I-A-R-I-P-O-T-C-H. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Um, yeah, mostly that conversation about bonsai was, uh, he was brand new and he was afraid of killing stuff. And I told him that it's going to happen and and don't stress out. Well, it's just a tree. You can grow another one. Well, yeah, true. But you're, you're going to kill, you're going to kill some. That's, that's just how it goes. Unless you're only pretending to be a bonsai artist. So it happens. Cool. PJ? What's your what's your history with podcast? Uh, I I remember my first podcast. Uh, my my grandpappy took me down when I was about six years old and sat me on his knee while he was recording his podcast on um, stained glass, and um, it was it was quite an. You experience. can record on stained glass. It like a record, like yeah. a record. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was, it was you know a lot of people don't know that. Uh, I think. Uh, my first podcast was related to um, my my novel that I wrote, which is still unpublished. Uh, I believe that it was my friend Keith, uh, who has a, a podcast that he does called The Center of Light. It's a podcast on spirituality. And he talks, he also talks about um, like uh, aliens and um, other sort of psychic things. But uh, he's an author. And so he kind of knew my plight. So I had been on and and t- it's really he he built it as a radio show, but it it moved from being an online radio show to a podcast just through life, life happening. Mm-hmm. And he does his live with video and everything like that. But uh, after that, um, I was on uh, sort of the the redheaded stepchild of podcasts and. Um, if you guys remember, maybe I've said too much. Uh, Joel Crawford did a spinoff of that, which I think that there was only two episodes. <laughs> it was Zach from CH Fabrications was on the first one. I was on the second one. And then I think there never was another one again. And So um, you killed that podcast. Yeah, you killed that podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's, yeah. That's embarrassing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Joel was nice enough to have me on. Um, I'd sent him the book. He read it. And, um, which ironically enough, uh, Mike Laffey was one of the other hosts of maybe I've said too much. And I, I sent him my book to read after we were chilling at Tony's during the slip and slide. And he never texted me back. I, I gotta, I'm calling you out, Mike <laughs> calling he you he out. He doesn't listen. He doesn't listen. That's He's okay. Still... I'll tag yeah. him. He'll know. I'm going to, I'm going to send <laughs> it to know. him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he'll hit him. Maybe that'll spur him on. But um, other than those two podcasts, the only other one that I did besides ours uh, was right before or maybe right when we started recording test episodes in August two years ago. I was invited to be a guest on the Restoration podcast and um, specifically by uh, Dave, 
and um, he's he's on there. They they don't do the podcast anymore. Um, James from the Universal Woodworker was one of the other hosts, and then my mind is not working um, on the third host because I don't talk to him regularly. But he's a vice guy. I will tag him. And uh, insert his name here. Evan from BigGeese72 on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Because my memory is shot. Um, But he's a cool dude. We're still friends on on, uh, Instagram. And and every once in a while, we will message back and forth. But I have not talked to him in quite a while. So his name escapes me. But anyway, and by the way, if, if you're not familiar with which Dave I'm talking about, it's Dave from Parts and Restoration. And he has a brand new TV show out on... um, He's the History Channel. It's a Secret Restoration. I think that's I think oh, it's cool. a History Channel. Um, and so he's actually like with a team of people uh, restoring stuff, doing like restorations for people that have like old things that need to be restored. And um, I've seen some of the trailers for it and stuff, and it looks uh, pretty cool. Um, however, the, their podcast was big on. Uh, restoring stuff and they had me on to talk about that because at the time i was very big on restoring uh vices which was a big deal for all three of them as well as tools and i agree with tom and tanda that being a podcast guest is a lot more fun than running a podcast um mainly because you're the center of attention and you get to say pretty much like whatever you want, because if you mess up, you're not there next week. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but I, I remember uh, when I, when they first started the show, Dave gave me this, this huge intro about like how I was super funny and interesting on, on Instagram and had all these nice things to say about me. And then my opening line was something like, prepare to manage your expectations, gentlemen, <laughs> you know, because because that's it. Um, I I would I want to go back a little bit before the podcasting began, um, because it's very closely related. Before I had the idea to start Maker Skills with you guys, I had been in the film industry and I had to learn not about filmmaking, but about interviewing. And if you heard, which it's never been published to my knowledge, the very first interview that I ever did, which was uh, Guy Richards, who is a comedian, and he has a show, uh, I'm pretty sure it's a podcast. Um, but it's also a TV show, an internet TV show. Uh, he's out of Florida. And... Um, he was in a feature film that I was directing uh, in conjunction with a few other people. And after we had shot his scenes, he wanted to interview me because I was the director and I had never been interviewed before. And to say that it was horrific is an understatement. It was so, so bad. When we got done, the other person that was there with me was like, what the is wrong with you? Why did you say all that stuff that had nothing to do with what he was asking you? Because he would ask me like a, a question that was supposed to lead me into talking about filmmaking. And instead, I ended up talking about when I was eight years old, catching crayfish or something like it had nothing to do. <laughs> I've with, seen it happen. With, yeah. Yeah. With a colander. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was horrible. And, um, so from that point on, I started studying, um, how to interview, but mostly not really interview. It was how to ask questions that led people to the answers that they could offer. Because if you ask people questions, they don't know how to answer. It makes for very awkward conversation. And Mm -hmm. so, um, after several years of learning about how to interview people and how those things worked, like it is, it is a process. And if you've watched enough, like, uh, I don't want to say news because the news is, is just an animal all to itself. But if you've watched enough interviews on TV or on the internet with anybody, even, even YouTube people that are not like professional news interviewers, but they have a show where they interview people, there is a rhythm and a flow and a, relationship that gets developed. And once I understood how that worked, I knew that a a podcast was possible, like that it wouldn't, I could do something that wouldn't suck. I just needed to find people that had that same sort of uh, natural flow to their conversation. And that's where Tom and Tanda came in, was that they Mm -hmm. had the same, the same flavor, I guess is about the best way I could say it. Unbridled sarcasm is what he's trying to say. Yes, yes. <laughs> lots and lots of sarcasm. That was the key. Um, I, 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 I don't remember if we talked about it in the very first shows we released, but this show is 95% sarcasm, 5% helpful facts. Mm. We strive for 5%. Yeah, maybe well, that's too much. That might be oh. too much, yeah. 5% tops. Well, tops. We've, hit it. we've hit it twice. Yeah. yeah, the show was meant to be entertaining, and that's it. That was that was the whole thing, was I just wanted to, all three of us to just have fun and not be focused on, like, trying to teach anybody anything. That was, that was never the point of this. Um, so it, it, it kind of worked. Yeah. Yeah, sort of indeed. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, if, if I'm leaving out a podcast that I was on, uh, I do apologize to uh, whoever's podcast that was. But I don't believe since we've done this podcast, I have been on another. Have I? Do you guys remember? Uh, you, went, you were on Dave Bowers. Dave's. Dave. Oh, Dave's. I was just on his okay. like two months yeah, ago. Yeah, like just. Just yeah. on. So, yeah, my memory has not even caught up. So, Dave, I Dave apologize. Bauer, making problems, making to, problems solve. to solve. Yes. Yep. So I was on Dave's and, and that's it. I don't think there's anybody else. Um, I, I will mention that I've been on CMAT make has a live that he does on Instagram on Friday nights, which is not a podcast, but it is a talk show. And, and I, I did, I was a guest on there, um, which by the way, Mr. Cast iron belt sander man, Lucas had said that he wanted me to come on his show, which is on Thursdays, like, I don't know, year and a half, two years ago, never been invited on. So, you know, there's that. Well, your chances are slim now with the whole motor debacle. Yeah, but my chances of going on have increased dramatically since you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's true. You probably are going to go on. Um, (laughs) Now, he probably forgot. He probably forgot that he even said it. it It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to be a a professional guest on shows. I think that would be great. I think that it's a lot more fun. And I think that it also is, has something to do with 
because it's it's new, it's kind of like when you have like a new food, that first time you you taste something new and you realize that you like it, it's like, oh wow, it's like this is this is something amazing. I think that every time you're a guest on a podcast that is actually like geared towards you, like they are, um, they're your people. I think that it's that same sort of thing where it's like, oh yeah, I like it here. This is fun. Right. Well, it's just like those conversations at, at a maker event. It's just, it's easy and enjoyable because it's someone that you share a lot of interests with and or approaches to things. Even if you don't share interests, you can learn from them and you know, they can might learn something from you. So it's good combination. That's true. Well, sucky darn, I think it's time for one of them old timey commercial interludes and stuff. Hello, this is Chet Dunn at Johnson's Hardware. Have you thought about starting a podcast and just too scared to start? You're worried about messing up? Johnson's Hardware has just the thing for you. Introducing the Johnson's Podcastinator Kit. This state-of-the-art podcast system will guarantee you sound like a person right from the start. Included is our tips and tricks book, loaded with 87 pages of how-to knowledge, and a checklist with 65 musts to ensure that you and your guests can do it all. Also included are a variety of accessories for those those of you who need a little extra help. Hi y'all, this is Edna and I'm going through those accessories and there are just all kinds of things in here. If you have a squeaky chair that's always making that sound in the background of your podcast, we, it comes with podcasters. These are silent casters you can mount on your chair and it'll stop making those annoying noises. And if you have an annoying podcast mate that's always clicking and fidgeting with things like Tom, you know that on that maker show, we have podcastinets. They're like regular castinets, but they make no noise. No noise whatsoever. You can't even tell the person's using them. And if there's somebody, like say you've got a guest that's just not loosening up, that's just not flowing, we have podcaster oil. It comes with some podcaster oil and it'll loosen up just about anything, even a stuck up guest. We have podcastits. If you're just killing it, you can use one of these tiny podcastits just to put something in that you've killed on the show. The other thing that it comes with, and this again applies to those annoying podcast mates who are always needing some kind of correction for something they're doing. It's called a podcastigator. It'll castigate any of your podcast mates automatically. And the last and least thing that we have is a little tiny podcasting agent. So if you're wanting to start a podcast and you're all alone and don't know who to do it with, you can break out the podcasting agent and it will call up some friends to ensure that you have co-hosts for your podcast. And uh, I don't know where you find... Luke! Yeah. Luke! Yeah, I'm here. Where do you find, where do you find all this stuff? Uh, thanks, Edna. Luke here. Johnson's Podcastinator Kit is free for an unlimited amount of time. You can find it in our fishing aisle next to our night crawlers. For more information, visit patreon.com forward slash makerskills. This is Chavez! Well, Nabbit, I need to get me one of them. Anyone know what street Patreon is on? I need to go. It's time for crossbreeding. Um, Tom, what, what skill goes well with podcasting? I fidgeting. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Tanda, what, what (laughs) skill goes well with podcasting? Um, leaving work on time. That's, that's yeah. Telling time. That's, that's a hundred percent. And I got to go with, I got to go with the old standby on here and and say design. 
design goes great with podcast. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's This segment this segment reminds me of the old Jeopardy SNL skits where <laughs> where where he's like all you have to do is write a letter. <laughs> or I think it was a number. Any number. Any number at all. <laughs> any, any number? Oh, gosh. P. The letter P. The number P. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's it. And now it's time for Ask Old Oswald. Ask me what? Who are you? Well, we haven't heard from old Oswald in quite some time. And uh, I put the word out. If anybody had any questions for his wisdom, um, we want to welcome old Oswald back to the show. Yeah, sure. Oh, gosh. Woke me up. Uh, oh, Oswald. Yeah. Good good to hear from you. It's been a while. Yeah, it sure has. How, how are things on the farm? Yeah, they're the same. There's dirt. But, that's better than a farm with no dirt, I suppose. That's true. It'd be a little difficult if it was all rocks. Oh, we got rocks, too. Yeah. Hey, hey, Oswald, we, we brought you on because we have some questions from our listeners, if you don't mind answering them. Yeah, sure. Um, it, here's the, the first one is, hey, Oswald, can I please speak with your manager right now? Oh, uh, my wife is taking a nap. I, I, I don't think I should wake her up. That'd be a bad idea. Oh, and that's probably that's probably good because if you wake her up now, that she'll probably make you stop the podcast. She she doesn't know what I'm doing right now. It's a, it's a bad idea to touch her when she's sleeping. Mm, mm. Well, you, here's another or when one. When she's awake. Here, here's another one. Does do, do you do you believe Oswald? Do you believe the moon landing was real? I mean, you were obviously around. You were a grown man for the moon landing. Did that really happen? I don't know what you're talking about. The moon is above the farm. I, well, I well, I guess I should say men landing on the moon, not not necessarily the moon landing. There's men on the moon. What well, are they well, doing up there? For a time. Well, they they've come back now. So they're not on the moon. N- no. I don't understand the question. Um, should we just move on? I, yeah, you want me to read the next one? Yeah, probably. Yeah, Wild Man Tech. Uh, I'd like to hear Oswald's position on abrasives. That that's a, that's a good. What, what what do you think about abrasives, Oswald? You're you're on the farm. You have to have dealt with them before. Well, usually if you get them liquored up enough, and they they stop being abrasive, and then you can have a good time, you know. But uh, usually, I just try to avoid them altogether. They're, they're I, not I, not my kind of people. Uh, I'm not sure. That was a great answer, actually. That was that was sage advice right there. Yeah, I, I'm start, I agree. I'm going to start using that term. Yeah, you know, abrasives. Yeah. Uh, what, what does Oswald think about podcasting? Oswald. Did Oswald. we lose him again? Oswald. Oswald. I'm not sleeping. I'm not sleeping. I'm, a, I'm here. I'm here. Right. What? Well, uh, Tom had a question for you, Oswald. Yeah, Oswald. What do you think about podcasts? Uh, well, uh, when I was a boy, we had them, uh, them, them, uh, thistle milk pods, you know, that the butterflies like, and, 
I mm. mean, I used to be able to cast them out into the river pretty far, but I'll tell you, you can't catch nothing with them. They just make a mess, and the fish don't like them. Mm. Uh, Have you ever heard of a frog pod, Oswald? Uh, frog podcast? Is that like when they before they turn into tadpoles? Pretty sort much. of. Yeah. Yeah. Only with well, magnets. I've never heard it, but with, with magnets, no, no, I've never seen magnetic frogs before. That sounds weird. I've seen magnetic worms before. Mm, yeah, smarter every day. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, did, well did, Oswald, what do you what do you think about uh, Creator Nader? Who? A Creator Nader. What's the, what's Who's a Creator Nader? I thought maybe your uh, maybe your grandson had showed you on Instagram what a Creator Nader was. Uh, are we talking about Jesus? Uh, he, he was he was the creator, right? Is it? Am I getting it right, Erica? I have a big Bible that my wife used to hit me with, but I hid it from her, and now she can't do that anymore. But uh, I still believe in the the creator. She he was he's very heavy. Um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was good to. It's really good to hear from you, Oswald. What's uh, what great. have you been up to? I mean, we haven't been able to get a hold of you in a while. Well, uh, one of my horses ran away, and my my dog eighty seven chased it, and then I had to chase the two of them, and I've been gone from the farm for quite some time. And I don't know. Uh, oh wow, where'd you end up? South Dakota. Oh my goodness. Oh, that that's well. Now wait a minute. Oswald, Wait, we you've don't never. Know, we don't know where Oddwell's from. Yeah, might you, not you, have been far at all. You told us that you were near a coast. There's no coasts near South Dakota. Exact. The North Coast. No, no that's can't. You go north. You go to Canada. There's no coast. Yes, the North Coast. If you live in Rochester, there's a North Coast. Oh, that's true. But that now, Oswald, are you going to tell us exactly how far you had to go? Like, what coast did you go from to get to South Dakota? The, the big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I should have known that was the answer that was, that was yeah. coming. Um, okay, well, let, let, let's try to take this a different direction. How long were you chasing the dog and the horse? Uh, I started chasing them around June. June? June is in like the month of June? You've, you've been chasing them for like the last six months? Uh, more like five, but yeah, I think so. They're pretty fast. Okay. Uh, do we have any more questions for Oswald? No, I think uh, I think that's just about it. I think yeah, I think that pretty much. Uh, I mean, we always have. I always have more questions for Oswald after talking to him than I did before I, he came on. Right. That's it's definitely an enigma. That Oswald. Yeah. That, well, Oswald, uh, we thank you again for, for taking time out of your busy schedule chasing dogs and horses on the farm. Um, it, did, did, did Dog 87 make it back? No, I had to shoot him. He was chasing the horse, but I got the horse back. Oh. The, so you so 87 is gone. Yep. They, it, it, 86 to 87? Is, is, is there going to be <laughs> is there going to be a Dog 88? I already got dog 88 you're already here my wife got him while i was gone okay okay 
that's 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 all we. Th- thanks again, Oswald. We we appreciate you as always. Um, always a pleasure. Your, your wisdom is is without a doubt uh, hard hard not to pay attention to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> look, look out, Oswald. She found the Bible. Oh, I gotta go. I think we might have tuckered old Oswald out. I need a nap. All right, it's time for a short and sweet. And um, before I go to Tom and Tanda, uh, I just want to say that, uh, well, uh, our two years is up. Uh, The two-year contract that I had signed with Tom and Tanda is up. And um, they have decided not to renew. So this is our last episode. Um, Do we need to, like, reinforce that this is not a joke? Not a joke. Because Not a joke. Yeah. That'd be uh, cruel. So um, with that in mind, uh, Tom, do you have anything for short and sweet before we go to the secret segment where we talk more about our last show? Yeah, so I'm going to ignore that part right now. Uh, Short and sweet, uh, Lucas had one more thing to tell you about his deal, and that's that he made it up just to piss you off. Oh. But but just so you're not... Man, we got. I'm never not doing a video recording on a future podcast ever again. This is brilliant right now. Figures. Figures. I was also fooled when he sent it to me because I'm like, how much you want for it? <laughs> <laughs> I would have paid good money for that. I don't even care that he got a deal. I would have mm. paid. I want one. Anyways. Well, he set that up for quite some time because he sent me the picture of that yeah. cast iron base days ago. Like days, yeah. he, he was, he's been, he's been plotting, brilliant. he's been plotting on me. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. Yeah, that's great. I'll get him back. It's not nah, he's smarter than you. Anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> Besides the point, Tom, you don't gotta be, you don't gotta don't be as dumb as I am to get somebody back. <laughs> no, I probably should have something short and sweet, but we're going to talk about ending the podcast in the next segment, which everybody's going to hear. Um, no, if I come up with something by the time you're done, I'll say it. Okay. What about you, Tanda? Um, yeah, I mean, just uh, listen in. It's going to be uh, the secret segment is going to be an, a not so secret segment. So we'll put it out there with the podcast uh, for everybody and tune in. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> since this is the last show, um, I have a I have a callback which Tom is going to love. Um, who remembers who remembers last year the debacle with the hooded blanket company that sent me oh yeah the, the, oh yeah yeah are you serious oh yeah yeah so um now I don't I'm not I'm not dealing with them again but based on that whole thing with the me getting the wrong hooded blanket the different colors and all that stuff you should um, just use a children's coat I I should if I had enough sense I probably would. Um, but I'm looking at current trends, like the trends that coming out cause it's getting cold. And the new thing is they've got these, uh, oh, the, romper. G- the giant sized, uh, Sherpa lined hoodies and oh. they're, they're one size fits all. These are, they're these lined are with a Sherpa. Yes. That's weird. I, I know. I know. But this is the thing. Like, this is what they're pushing this year. Like a live Sherpa. I hope Sherpa not. lined. Sherpa, yeah, it's a Sherpa lining. It's, what is Sherpa? It looks like lamb's wool, but it's fake. Yeah, you know? Sherpa is a is a mountain guide. It's a person. Yeah. Uh, it's also a lining. 
Um, oh, Sherpa fabric. Look yeah. at that. It's, it's, every day. It, it's very nice. And uh, if you look at these things, they look like they're probably sized like 6X. Like like probably like the most obese person on the planet, it'll, it'll fit them. But they're showing people that are like 100 pounds wearing them. They're like, look, they're so roomy. And I see this. And again, I get like the urge pops out, like the Sherpa's there, the hood is there. It's like everything gets brought back up and I feel like, you know, the regurgitation is coming. And I stop myself and I'm like, all right, what is what is the problem here? Like, what's the thing? What's the itch that I'm trying to scratch here? And I, I really dove deep and I'm like, it's Lord of the Rings. It's it's Lord what? of the Rings. That's that's what it is. It's when they went to, to stay with the elves and when they left the elves, the elves gave them cloaks with hoods. And they were really cool looking and they were warm. Like they had to travel to all these cold places. And I'm like, that's the thing. That's what I actually want. I don't want these stupid trendy things. I want a hooded cloak with a Sherpa lining. And I want the outside to be wool. Make it. I am. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, that's the rabbit hole I've been going down for like the last week and a half since I realized that's what I want. And um, I'm, I'm going to tell you a secret in case anybody else is interested in this. If I've piqued anyone's interest. So I don't think so. But go ahead. Yeah, I know. I know. It's probably just me. The mania is, is, is taking over. You're going to have to wait, Tom. So if you're thinking about doing this, OK, there's plenty of websites that tell you how to make a cloak. The problem is they're all talking about making stuff out of like fabric that you're going to buy at like Hobby Lobby or something. Right. And if you're going to buy fabric by the yard, it's going to cost you five hundred dollars. OK. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's if you're making something you're that has a coupon that has a lining, has a lining. And it's a, like I'm talking about the way that I'm making it. I'm making it with Sherpa and I want the outside to be wool. You're looking at five hundred bucks. OK. If you're buying it by the yard. I have other methods, you know me. I always mm-hmm. try to find the best way to do it. So you buy by the meter? No. You buy blankets that are made out of the material that you want because no one will pay $300 for a blanket, but they'll pay less. They'll pay like 50 bucks, right? Pay less. Um, pay less. I, oh, you get it at pay less. You can get it at pay less also. Sherpa line boots. Pull the liner out of a number of slippers. You could probably... Uh... Well, I found um, you can get queen-sized blankets, like if you're going to throw a blanket over bread. And if you go on Amazon, there is a double-sided Sherpa blanket, okay, that is queen-sized, that I got for basically, I had to buy two of them to get enough fabric, uh, 20 bucks each. And I don't know if it's going to be the quality I like, if it's not... I'm going to have to buy something that's more expensive, which I saw today, but didn't want to pay. <clears throat> and um, the best wool that I found is uh, they have a website, but I found it on eBay. There is Peruvian alpaca wool that is in Junk Hunter Blue from Peru. Uh, and it, to get it, I think it's like 96 by 68 is the blanket. And it's like $65. And I'm going to need like two or three of them. So it's still going to be like a couple hundred bucks, but it's not going to be like the maximum. So that's the rabbit hole that I'm currently down that no one will hear about because this is the last so, podcast. But you know, so you're not talking about the uh, black macro backed Sherpa fleece fabric from Joann's for no, uh, eleven no. ninety nine a yard. No, 
but I, I went to uh, I went to Hobby Lobby and they had a Sherpa fabric for nine dollars a yard and one for twelve dollars a yard, and you need six yards uh, for the small um, for the small hooded cloak. There's bigger ones too. If you want a bigger one, it's more. You know your your schemes to save a dollar usually backfire on you. <clears throat> what are you talking Do you about? Need examples? Yeah, yeah. Hit me with the examples. Yeah, your printer. How much did you save on your printer? Your CR10S Pro V2. Uh, I saved like a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Yeah. How much did you spend on the U.S. power adapter? Because the one you bought came with a European power adapter. Oh, that was free. How was that free? Because I had like eight of them in a box. Well, it was expensive at one point. <laughs> it's a plug. It's a cord, Tom. It's it, it came. I had a bunch of them in a box. I'm the junk hunter. I've got a box of plugs and cords. <laughs> talk about it. I didn't pay for one. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I rest my case. Yeah, I got I got answers for everything. You're, you're never yeah. going to win. Never going to win. Tanda, sidebar? Yeah. He said I'm never going to win. That's sidebarring my sidebar. I must retaliate. Anyways, the sidebar, I called the sidebar because I wanted to, uh, what segment are we in right now? I can't remember. It's it's a short and sweet, but you've probably forgotten because it was announced yeah. that it was the short and sweet segment, like, I don't know, like 12, 15, 15 minutes, minutes ago. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. He's back. Oh, yeah. No, he's still going. <laughs> All right. So I just wanted everybody to know because um, the mania is in full swing and I don't know if anything is going to go on Instagram. But it won't be talked about here anymore since there's no more podcast. Um, I do, oh, however, uh, I want to thank our patrons. And and ironically yes. enough, ironically enough, three hours. Well, now it's like four or five hours ago. Uh, we got a brand new patron <laughs> came in at, at the at the uh, the skill level beginner. Uh, I want everyone, everybody to uh, thank Max King from Camp Arrowhead. Yes. Hey, Max. Thank you. Thanks, thank Max. you. Uh, we appreciate this, the the donation for this last show, <clears throat> which I don't even know if he's going to get charged once we cancel everything. But you know, well, it's the thought that counts. But it is. I would like well, to. Th- the money is what counts. But well, you, I get what you're saying. You, but, but we never see that, Tom. You do count That's money. True. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's true. No. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank all our patrons since uh, this is our final show. Uh, old timey tools, uh, our you. very own Tanda. Thank you. Uh, ben makes KC. Thank you. Going to do it every time. Seth Williams. Thank you. Thank you. Alan Scannell. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Dave Bauer. Thank you, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Tom's sister. Tom's sister. <laughs> love you, love you, Lauren. <laughs> was Lauren? Was she not our first patron, or or like first or second patron? Uh, I have old timey tools, old timey tools at the top here. I kind of went in order of the way I saw them, but I could be wrong. Don't, don't tell him that. It was Lauren. Lauren was first. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why give one such. (laughs) I'm sorry, Juan. You're a great guy. I like you a lot. Uh, It's just fun because you can take a joke. Juan's the best. Uh, we have, we are now to, uh, creator Nader, our other top Patreon supporter. Thank you. Thank you. Emery Pickering. Thank you. David Beckwith. Thank you, David. I said that twice. Aaron Lund. 
Thank you. Thank you. Overall MakerWorks. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. <gasps> Dave Bywilek. Thank you, David. Tom, Tom just had David. It. Sorry, I had a brain aneurysm. I hit myself in the head with the mallet. Tom has a wooden mallet that he's smacking himself in the head with. Marsh Thanks. Wildman. Marsh. Thanks, Marsh. Thank you, Marsh. Jack has tools. Who? Jack has tools. Where are they? I probably, probably tell me. I don't know where they are. He just has they, them. It's, thank it's, you, Jack. It's kind of like, you know, the government has nukes. We don't like know cat. where they are, but they're somewhere. Like cat has cheeseburger. What cat has a cheeseburger? I don't know. It's an old meme. Never mind. Uh, Garage Monkey-san. Ah, thank you. Thank you. He's a cool dude. Miguel Angel Villalela. Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan from Pillage Then Burn. Thank you, Logan. He was a guest. Yes. Tinkering Rocks, Sean. <laughs> Apparently not about rocks. <laughs> Apparently Tinker, not. Tinkering Rocks, Sean. Maybe, maybe it was like tinkering macaroni. I don't know. And, and then again, I want to thank our newest Patreon oh, member, uh, Max King from Camp Arrowhead. Yes, thank you, Max. Uh, we thank all of you for supporting the podcast and for um, for occasionally allowing us to grant you uh, original skills that you may or may not have used. And, the, and those will never end. Yes, those, yeah, those, those there's, no, there's no lifetime on those. So. Those those skills are in perpetuity. As long as you're breathing, um, they are usable. If you can't remember your skill, please go back to the episode where we talked about it and gave it to you. And um and so on and so forth. Oh man, if you had a secret skill and you forgot what it was, that'd be horrible. That'd be like having uh, like a hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin oh, and forgetting the forgetting the code. <laughs> Don't remind me that I forgot it, Tanda. I told I you that in confidence. Time. I freaked out one time because I bought like a small amount a long time ago, and I was like, and then it just skyrocketed. And I was like, oh my god, I wonder if I still have it, and I don't. I looked, <laughs> it, up. I looked it up. It was like it was pennies. I was like, ah. Yeah, damn. I have I have about twenty thousand in a wallet that's that's long since uh, forgotten, which is you, which I you lose it? every once in a while. Yeah, I don't oh, have okay. it anymore. I mean, it wasn't that much when I bought it, obviously, but it's worth like twenty oh. k now, and I don't have the the password for that oh wallet. Oh my God. Yeah. So I, I look at that and, and sigh every once in a while. Somebody's got a tattoo of that passcode on their arm. Somewhere. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's I wish that it was me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to do the secret I'd pay $20,000 for the tattoo removal. Uh, I'm not paying for that. Thanks patrons. Thank you for listening to this episode of Maker Skills. If you should need more skill information, you can find us on Instagram at maker.skills. You can also email us at makerskillspodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at PJ Galati, son of the junk hunter on Instagram and YouTube. You can find Tanda at Tanda Madison on Instagram, and you can find Tom at Infinite Craftsman on Instagram. We welcome any comments. Please leave us five-star reviews on Apple so that we can make more skill madness come your way. See you next time. It's time for the secret segment. Good evening. This is Walter Walterson. It's time 
for the freaking fireside filibuster. Obviously, we did not have a segment for talking about ending podcasts, so this was the closest that we could get talking about. Yes, we have so many. This, yeah. this will be, yeah, of, of the 372 segments that uh, PJ actually recorded an intro for. Yes. Um, this just wasn't wasn't one of them. But this will probably be the least uh, pre-arranged, scripted, thought-about segment we've ever done. True. Huh? <laughs> I think. I don't know, 100%. Um, who wants to start? Tanda said she wanted to start. I heard her. That said I wanted to start? After, later. Um, it's... it's um, Doing a, doing a podcast, um, as we alluded to in the show, is a very worthwhile um, thing for many reasons, like um, just getting together with pe- people that you enjoy talking and laughing with and, and having a good time with. And if no one ever listens, um, it's worth it for that alone. Um, and this has been this podcast came at a really good time. Um, for me to stay connected with the maker community because I was just starting a day job after working in my own shop for many, many years. Um, and so I just had less control of my time during the day and, um, and a lot of other stuff going on. And I, I think that it kept me connected with the maker community through this podcast. So um, it's been super enjoyable to, to do this podcast and like anything else it, for skills, skill collectors and makers, um, it, it's hard to not have four other things backed up that you want to be doing with your, with your days and your time. Um, even if you super enjoy any one thing. Sometimes you set it aside for a while and go off and do something else. And uh, certainly don't be surprised if you see the three of us doing something else not in the not-so-distant future because um, this is super enjoyable. We're just looking to do some other things. Yeah. Ditto. Um, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> when PJ asked me to do a podcast... I had a very, I have a very distinct memory of telling myself, I this is not meant as an insult, but it totally is, and I'll take it. I remember telling myself, why not? <laughs> like, why not? Like, why, like, someone else is going to, like, put this together, do the thing, and I get to participate. And I was like, why not? I want to learn how to, I already talked about this. I want to learn how to do a podcast. Like I want to learn how to talk on a podcast for, I didn't think it would be three hours every week, but you know, for a short time every week. And I did, and it was great. And I made, I, I mean, we were friends before, but you know, obviously we're, we're better friends now. And I think, I think Tanda said it, but the perfect time to end something is right before you start to hate and resent everyone that's involved. And I'm right there. I'm right there. <laughs> <laughs> Where I still well, I'm, glad love... you, I'm glad you got that off your chest. Tom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still love both of you. And I think, I think by next week I would, I'd be plotting your murders and uh, yeah, 
I mean, I'm saying it as a plurality, but really it's just PJ. I mean, I just want to include you, Tanda. <laughs> Tanda, you're too far away for him to plot I murder. Wanna, I'm, yeah, I'm I driving distance. Left out. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to New Mexico. You're out of your mind. <laughs> yeah, it's safe. never, I mean, the, the idea of not doing it every week has never been about the people or the interaction. It's, it's right. all of the other stuff that, you know, it's just something in your schedule. It's a block of no, time in for, your schedule that you have to, you have to allow for. And, yeah. you know, and that's, that's totally fine. But, um, and I, and I've already said this, I mean, we're the sort of people that have a hundred things going on and, and you're like, oh, I could use that time for this or for that or, right. you know, and so it's just, um, there, there's not enough time <laughs> to yeah. do everything you want to do. Yeah, and it's, it's, I don't know, uh, it, it's a million, like it's a million things, right? And they're all little, but lately, especially since the weather turned, I now spend more time in my shop doing a podcast than I do making stuff, and that just bugs the crap out of me. And that's <clears> not <throat> the podcast's fault, but, you know, I just, time is valuable, and it's hard to... Like I want to do other things. I want to make time for other things also. So, and also my phase of life, like I have two young kids. I've got a, you know, I don't know. I won't elaborate on that. So. Well, but I, I mean, mean, it's, I, it's I my have, fault. I I've been trying to quit. Kids. I have two I've been kids. Trying. Tom, yeah. Tom's it's, been trying to quit. I think since like episode four. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, but let us, yeah. Let us not no. forget. Let us not forget in June when Tom tried to take the entire summer off. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a great idea. <laughs> I, I didn't. I still think it's great, but I also want to take the winter off because it's too cold to record in here. Exactly. Oh yeah, we should just record yeah. maybe and two, fall two podcasts and spring are my a year favorite. right on right on the solstice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fall is, fall and spring are my favorite seasons, so I don't want to you know I don't want to record during right. those times. So I'd record any other time, though. We'll have the Audible episode and the Vernal episode, and <laughs> well, you know when we could record during the the time change, like that one hour. Oh yeah, where it's like a free hour. Yeah, just once a year in that free yeah. hour. Yeah, from two to two. Yeah, and then and then in the opposite side of the year, we'll go back and delete the one we recorded <laughs> when we had the free PJ's, hour. PJ's so mad right now. <laughs> He's never been this quiet you, before. You, you want to record when the clock gets turned back so we have negative time? No, when it goes from 2 o'clock to 1 o'clock, we'll record at 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock. I can't even keep you up past 10 o'clock, Tom. How are you going to be up at 2 a.m.? Yeah, you're right. We shouldn't do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, whose idea was it to do? And, and I mentioned this during the show. I mean, I was I was going to do a podcast. And it was as much about just the experience of doing a podcast to see what it was like and to put all the pieces together and to, um, you know, to kind of have the experience when PJ called. And so I didn't do that podcast because it was like, oh, I was thinking about doing a podcast anyway. And it doesn't really matter what it's about. It'll be much easier to do it with three people than to do it with one person. I mean, when you have three people, it's like working out or anything that you, you know, kind of tackle as a group, it's easier when there are two other people that are waiting for you. And if it's your podcast and 
it's just like, well, I'll, I'll do that editing, you know, a little bit later or whatever. And it's harder to stay motivated. The dynamic of the three person setup is super important. And at least in my opinion, when you have, when you have just two people, it can become a, uh, almost like boiling it down to the most simplest things. It could be like the I'm right and you're wrong kind of a thing where it's two people having a disagreement. But when you have a third person, they become the type pile on someone and yeah, it's yeah. much more fun. Yeah. Then oh, you yeah. can gang up. You, two yeah, people right. can gang up on one person, which yeah. is way funnier. Is that funnier. what you were going to say? Is that what you were going to say? Yes. That is what I was going to say. It's, it's, uh, you need that. You need the, you need someone to break the tension and you need someone that if two people think one thing, they can think the other thing. And that makes it, like I said, we're, we're this is purely for entertainment purposes. Right. You know, um, well, or if one person's a little off, just, you know, had a bad day, whatever. Yes. And two people can kind of carry it. And then that other person kind of lifts up. And before the end of it, everybody's on par. That's that's good, too. Right. Like like a couple of weeks ago when I had covid and and Tanda hosted, I, I, I said, you know, I'm, well, I really didn't. But. Well, you did your best. You did your best. That's all I'll say. You know, it's I, but I was in no condition to do it. My energy was super low and I was just like yucky. But I mean, I was down to like make comments and stuff, um, which is kind of like being a guest, you know, like when you're not really responsible for that much. Um, kind of like Tom does most of the time. Yes. Huh? Yes. Like Tom. You said my name. I'm sorry. Yeah. Tom, Tom was doing something in his shop. I think he's. I'm looking for on... tissues. I can't find. I can't even find anything. Get some I'm cardboard. Sick. I have a cold. Get some cardboard. Well, you should probably spend more time in your shop doing stuff in your shop instead of just yes. recording oh. a podcast. Yeah, I agree. I I I enjoyed the two years. Um, Tom and I talked on the phone, and he was talking about you know well maybe we should. Uh, give it like a couple more episodes before we end it to kind of wrap things up. And my response to him was, if if the podcast is passing away, if the podcast is dying, then it's dying. It's done. You know, I mean, there's no point in prolonging it if we know that that's the thing. And I Take told him, I said, the barn. yeah, I said, look, I said, look, it, it was never going to last forever, whether it's two years or five years or let's say 10 years. It was going to stop at some point. Like that's, that was like, there was no, we were never going to do this ten, until, you know, like for the rest of our lives, that was never the ten goal. 10 years would have been, it would have ended in murder. Five years. Would have gone the way of dog mm. 87. Yeah. That's but, true. That's true. 86, 87. Yeah. Who's the yeah. horse in this analogy though? Horse? Yeah. The dog was chasing a horse. Oh, I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyway, the point being is um, I I learned from being a writer and being in the film industry that it's okay to have, uh, let's say, feelings and affections for uh, anything, but also to let those things die. Like that's like, and I'm specifically talking about like when you, when you make up a character in a story and you think this character is the best, and then someone else reads it and points out that that's actually the worst part of the story. And you have to be okay with letting that character die, even though it was your favorite, 
in order for the entire thing to survive. So that's where we're at now. Like in order for right. the, the three of our friendships to survive, the podcast has to die because we all have things to do. Um, you know, more like, you know, Tanda's going to have more responsibility at work. Tom has got his boys, which are um, encroaching more and more on his fatherly duties. And I'll be honest, the thing that is probably going to be the biggest relief for me is anytime I get something now, <laughs> like a dealer's corner, I could talk about it immediately instead of <laughs> having to remember what I did like two weeks ago and, you know, not posting pictures, not like, I feel like uh, ever since the podcast started, I have been leading like a secret life and, mm -hmm. and nobody knows what's going on on Instagram because awesome. I don't talk about it because it has to be fresh and new when the well, podcast comes out. Well, that's something, you know, I mean, if you follow PJ, um, which we, we do, um, his, his interaction on Instagram and stuff is not as vibrant because he's saving it for the for the podcast. And so yeah. it's like, uh, but then you limit, you know, any of those like instant reactions or, Oh man, look what I just found. Then you have to like tamp that down and, and do it later and try to reenact it instead of just getting the reaction when it happens. So I, well, I, I pre-record like the, the videos for the Instagram stories. I do them. Like I, when I get the stuff, I do them, but they're sitting on my phone like right. two, week, two weeks, two weeks old, and then I just to post them, and I, yeah. I post them, and then then I like people are commenting. I'm like, what did I even say? I don't remember. That was two weeks ago. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. I got to go back and watch them. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's what I meant. Um, <laughs> so that's that'll be a a relief for me. Um, in addition to like you know the uh, the editing and PJ time. PJ has done. I mean PJ has carried this podcast. So the editing, the you know. I mean, Tom and I right. have given him endless about like, like making sure that everything happens at the right time and that, you know, this happens and then you play the music and then this happens and we have to have a commercial, <laughs> uh, but that, but, and, and in the commercial, you have to have, you know, this sort of thing and that sort of thing. And then in this segment, you know, we can only talk about this. And if we're going to talk about this, we have to create a new segment, but the podcast would have failed long ago if it weren't for that structure. So certainly want to thank PJ for fostering that because we, the three of us would not have, well, Tom and I would not have had a podcast <laughs> that lasted anywhere there near this long without well, the structure no, provided by PJ. I, I definitely agree. I, I entertained doing a podcast before and I haven't mentioned this. Um, but I, and that's when I was like, uh, yeah, but you know, it was something that we were going to create just me and one other person. And like, I was like, I don't want to just do some random maker podcast. Like there's, I listen to some of those random maker podcasts, but I was like, I want to do something different. And I didn't have the energy to put into it. Like I just knew that I wasn't going to be able to do it. And then when uh, this was probably at least a year later, when PJ asked to do this podcast, I was like, well, sounds like he's going to put the energy in to do it. <laughs> and, and I get to just kind of hang out and um, yeah, I wouldn't have, I don't know when I would have gotten this experience otherwise. I, I've really thought that there was a need in the maker community to talk about skills. No one, no one did. Like I, I don't, maybe in passing things were talked about, but I never heard a focus on skill sets 
And uh, that was always a big, big thing for me. So I saw that there was a an area that could be tapped. But the reason I keep going back to um, storytelling, because that's that's really what we're doing. We're telling stories and it's in a format and that's why it works, is because if you look at a lot of the other podcasts where there's no structure, where they just kind of, it's just a blob of them talking. It's very much like if you've ever seen a really bad based on a true story movie and everybody has seen at least one most true stories are not that interesting and that's what the blob format of most podcasts are it's just people babbling which when you listening to it you're just like what is this it's not like some, maybe it's sometimes it's interesting it's sometimes if it has something specifically to do with you but a lot of the times it's just kind of like uh nonsense and it's sometimes entertaining nonsense, but a lot of times not so entertaining. So but we just when, leaned into that nonsense and said, we're just going to do that 100% of the time. Embrace the nonsense. <laughs> yes, but we had nonsense with a structure, a very specific ah. structure. See, that's what I'm trying to Man, say. It's when taking you, me this long to figure that out. When you structure stuff like that, oh. it makes people feel comfortable. And if you look at good stories, good movies, they have a very specific structure. They show you things in a very specific order, which is why we have all the segments. So it doesn't matter from one segment to the next how much is altered as long as it gives people that same comfortable feeling. Just like you wake up every day, you have breakfast, you have lunch, you have dinner, you have you know snacks in between. So you expect your, when you're going to be able to eat. But if you woke up one day and somebody decided, you know what, you don't get breakfast and lunch, you only get dinner and you get no snacks, you're going to be unhappy because that's not what you're used to. It makes you feel uncomfortable. Yep. So that was the whole point was the structure was to make everybody feel comfortable, but to give us a lot of flexibility. And I know Tom likes to say that we it's always three hours that we're recording <laughs> Where we recorded probably like three episodes that were three hours. Every other one has been two hours or less. Two um, hours or less. That's true. It has. We, we've been we've been recording at this point for an hour and forty three minutes, and that was after yeah. we had a uh, forty five minutes of, uh, of pre show. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly my point. And yeah. Now everybody, so everyone, I could hear all the listeners going, "Oh, I get it now. I get why they're ending it now." And then there, and then there are our uh, like what seven, eight guests, ten guests, and mm. and they all they are all laughing knowingly. <laughs> we've we've had like um, how many guests have we had? We've had quite a few, about twenty five, I think, maybe more. Yeah. Tanner, how did I describe it? I'm going to drill in on this now. I said this podcast takes up one twenty one of my life <laughs> because it's a third. No matter how long it takes to record it, it's a third of a day. What's that? Right? In, like, what's that in metric, Tom? Same, same. It's <laughs> yeah. Equal conversion. Point three three days. <laughs> so it's it's a third of my day once a week, and I'm like, I just want a third of like my day back, or thir- uh, twenty once of my week back, and uh, yeah, that's I rationalize with numbers, and it hurts me sometimes. But <laughs> it, it, it's it, like it's like going to Home Depot. Takes, it takes a third of a day. No matter what. You need one nut, one bolt. It takes a third of a day. It ruins a third of a day. You're doing and Home Depot wrong, Tom. 
I can go he's, in there and be out in five minutes. He's he's also doing math wrong. But Home Depot's thirty minutes away. That that's independent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like one, a fifth of your day, but that's okay. One twenty one twenty once. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, let's go with that, Tom. You're right. That's exactly what it is. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what we're talking about. Like like every other episode. Day, days have been uh, days have been shortened to nine so hours. Wait. That's what we're talking about. Day, days are now nine hours long. Yes, yeah. yes. So, um, so I propose. I propose, and we don't have to do this. But I propose when one of us wants to do another episode, if we want to do another episode, if it's still live somewhere. I don't know how much time we have left, but. And we want a guest to come on or something. I feel like when we have something very specific we want to talk about, we should still do that in some format, whether it's podcast or not. Mm-hmm. So the, I'd, have, I'd be up for that. Or if we all go off to do what we... I mean, if we go off to do what we're going to fill this time with... Um, sleep? You want to hear me sleep? Yeah, then we could just come back and talk about how we slept. Ooh, and how did like you that. sleep last night? We never no, did a sleep that's episode. Not bad. Horrendously. I made a few mistakes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fell out that's, of bed. that's an old I think that's an old Stephen Wright bit. Really? Uh, Tom no, had not, mentioned not so good. I made a few mistakes. Tom had mentioned uh, to me on the phone, maybe what we do is like an Instagram live um, instead of a podcast. It'd be a little easier, be shorter. Um, zero structure to it, but it is something with the three of us together, maybe once a month, maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, um, we're, we're going to take some time during the holidays and kind of hash that out. And then maybe, maybe this comes back in a less frequent, different, different form. Right. Anything is possible. Um, we're going to see how everything sort of rolls and, uh, and go with that. It could be, I, I like, like I said, uh, could be that we stop and then three months later everybody's like ah we shouldn't have done that let's let's start it back up again but it could be three months later and everybody's like oh thank god we stopped i didn't have to murder somebody (laughs) you know it it could be either way and uh i I, easily go either way um when i was on the phone with tom i I told him i'm I'm telling tanda and everybody else right now um i am not starting another podcast like this is it for me if this is this is gone then then that's it uh, if somebody else invited me to be on a podcast, absolutely, I'd do it. As long as I'm not in charge and I don't have to do anything. Uh, yeah. Yes, s- same. I'm available on Tuesday evenings at 7. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> <laughs> if anybody hires Tom before they hire me... I, I'm, I'm, available. I'm available Tuesday evenings from 5, 5.30 until 9 o'clock at night. Mountain. Um, yeah. But yeah, the point is, is that I, I am, I'm not starting something brand new. I'm not, I don't have any other ideas and I don't want to. Um, it's, it's not. You will. No, hold on. You will though. You will. No. Never say never. No, I'm just, I don't, Tom, you talked about it. You talked about the energy. You need energy to put into it. Yeah. My energy is gone. Give well, it time. Yeah, I part, know. Part of That's that why is, we're stopping. Yep. But That's why we're stopping. You'll, you'll recover that energy. Yeah, yeah, for this or time. something else, it'll go into something else. Um, right, Sherpa wear. Hey, Blueberry, you know, Blueberry Sherpa wear. You don't know how long that's going to take me. That's that could be like an entire like lifetime of just making that cloak. Mm, so, like thirty episodes. Exactly. Yeah. We've already done this three lifetimes. It's it's been a lot. It's 
been a lot. Um, but anyway, uh, Tom and Tanda have, are, are, you're both close friends of mine. And um, I am going to miss the weekly get together, you know, where we get to just sit here and, and talk about nonsense because, you know, that's, that's oh, something. Yeah. That's so much of it. That's not even recorded. Yes. That's, yeah. yeah. And um, double edged sword. Anybody that doesn't realize that, that getting, hang out and talking about nonsense is it's, it's an underrated experience. Um, you need to to unwind. And a lot of people don't have a scheduled time to do that. And if you don't have a scheduled time, sometimes you don't do it. And then mm-hmm. that's, that's when problems begin. Um, so just start your own podcast, everybody that's listening. And um, have us all three yeah, of us or, or just or just find some friends and get together at a regular time just to talk about nothing. Yes, there yes. are some outlets for that. There's some Instagram lives like Matt's live is a little bit like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Lucas's Lucas and Dre's live. I don't know who else belongs to that right now, but, you know, they're a little bit like that. They give you kind of a home. Clubhouse is a great place for that. Um, I don't get on there as much as I think i would like to but there's always somebody out hanging out on clubhouse and you can just talk yes i have not been on clubhouse and i I realized that i dragged both of you on there kicking and screaming i have not been on in so long i can't remember the last time i was on it might have been before the summer um i have i have i have not um i have not talked to anybody on clubhouse i haven't been on the maker stoop for anybody that knows the maker stoop that um adrian over at uh, hickory home uh, has started and it's got its own life. Uh, I have not been on there on Saturday nights. They do. Uh, it's a big video zoom. Um, everybody's just hanging out, just chilling. I haven't done that. And, and a lot of people were at maker camp. The maker stoop people were at makers camp. I missed the photo because I was trying to sell rusty goods, but, uh, there was a ton of people there. I think at least like 30 or 40 and it's oh, a wow. hangout. It's a hangout on Saturday nights. I think also on Wednesdays, but I don't know if they're still doing Wednesdays or not. But um, also a good, just like an outlet if you need people to hang out with and just chit chat or just listen to people talk about nonsense. Uh, the Maker Stoop is also a fun time um, if you if you need people. Very cool. Well, so I'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. We'll get together and just visit. We won't record anything. We'll just... I'm going to be busy. Yeah. Good idea. I'm going to be busy. Idea. So. I'm going to be at work 100%. And so I need to, that's something I need to fill, fill this slot with something here in my shop because this is the only day of the week that I actually leave work at a sane hour. Um, and it's cause I need to come do this. So I need to not. Uh, so Tom, Tom, true. we're fill that spot with something like work. Tom, you and I are responsible for Tanda actually going back to making things in her shop. Well, she was she was at work on Saturday when I called Saturday when I called you. You called me, yeah, I was Maybe at work Sunday. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, I can let you go. I was like, oh, I can let you go, and you're like, no, no one else is here. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you know, you're allowed to leave too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my oh, oh, before we go, um, so talking about just friendship and helping each other. So um, everybody knows my love of the safety toggle switches with the blue LED lights on them. 
and I bought a bunch of them and my brain does not work properly. So I had Tanda draw me up a schematic of how to hook everything up with a motor and so on and so forth. And I had to go back in our text messages and get that schematic and print it out and make modifications because I needed to hook that switch up again to a new motor. And so far I have blown two 12 volt power supplies and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. (laughs) I have a suspicion, I have a suspicion, but I think what I need to do is actually make a model, like a kid's model with all the wires out in the open so I could see all the connections and then one at a time connect things and be like, okay, I haven't blown the power supply yet. And then once I have a working model, anytime I need to rewire a motor with one of those switches, I could just go and look at that and be like, okay, this is what I did. This is what works. Well, you wired you wired the first one up, okay? I feel like it worked fine. I feel like yeah. I feel like I should have called you out on this, like episode two. What does this have anything to do with the segment we're in? Nothing. There's <laughs> nothing to do with it, Tom. This is oh. this is not short and sweet. Yes. <laughs> no, it never was. This is long and haggard. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's, how do we wrap this up? I don't know. We should, probably, we, just, you should the, probably just find a place and just cut it, PJ, in the edit. Cut it like right like in the middle mid-sentence. of someone's word. Give PJ the last word. Thank you, everybody who's listened um, and supported at, at any point, and especially those who have supported it. And we'll figure out some way to um, do something little send off or something. I'm up for that. Um, sending a Johnson something out. Um, and uh, uh, I will put up a post on um, a separate post on Instagram, on the, on the Instagram page uh, for comments. If anybody would like to make comments about the podcast and the fact that this is our last one, I will give you a, a venue to do so. Um, so that everybody can see it and you don't have to send us DMs and drive us insane. And really, that's just one person. Well, we have so. the Instagram page, right? Yeah. Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So and now would be a great time to join Patreon because you won't be charged. That's true. Uh, so oh, yeah, that's jump, that's the other thing. So jump I will, on there for the $1,000 tier, you know, whatever you want. If we get up to like 10,000 patrons, can we then just start charging again? Yes. Oh, we're going to make episodes <laughs> hourly. <laughs> Um, we, we don't I, charge per episode, so it doesn't no. matter. We should have so, been charging by the minute. Oh, man. <laughs> we, we had our whole pay structure missed, wrong. We missed out. Yeah. You guys both vetoed that when I suggested it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So That's a good veto. Uh, I don't remember if I said it or not, but the Patreon account is going to get paused. Um, I have to figure out how to do that, but no one else is going to be charged from this point forward in case something ha- something happens in the future where we actually do need the patreons again um so it, it's you won't be charged but the account will still be open uh would be i think we can just switch happened. it to per episode can't we right instead of bi-monthly we could just ah. switch it to by episode and we just won't you know if we do make an episode we won't make more than one a month so it'll be the I, same difference uh, yes yes hopefully figure that out anyways all right. Is, is this any, has been great. Last words, anybody? Love you. Love you. I I feel strongly. <laughs> oh, we weren't talking to you, PJ. Oh, PJ's still on. <laughs> oh, sorry. <sighs> it never ends. It never it's ends. Never end. It's never, it's never ending. Gonna end. 
Just, just, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get text messages like this. I just know it. <laughs> it's gonna be like for the rest of until my I change my phone number and don't tell you guys. Tom knows right. where you live. I'll buy the phone. Tom, Tom doesn't know. He he just pretends to know. All right, that's it. We're out. That was the freakiest, fire-sideriest filibuster I've ever heard. I am Walter Walterson. Good night. Oh, we got to go three more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Where Where is everybody? What happened? Why am I by myself? <laughs>